0: thank you media for doing what you're doing and everyone that that makes this happen every sunday thank you hallelujah let's get into the word amen hallelujah glory be to god we are on the the sixth message on the three pillars of the believer which is faith hope and love in that song all three of them are there as they are really the essence of relationship. Hallelujah. Today, the subject matter we're going to deal with is seeing and knowing the heart of God towards you. Our reading will begin in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, it's a long chapter, but we're going to begin reading at verse 12, and it reads as. For now, we are looking in a, a, a mirror or a darkened glass, a glass that you can't see clearly through, that gives only a dim blur, a reflection of reality as it is. It's a riddle, it's an enigma, which means that, that you're not really seeing what life really is on a spiritual basis. Our our hope and faith, we only see a small part of it, of God's plan, of who he is, of really what life is really all about. He says, but then when perfection comes, when God wraps all this up, when when, when Christ comes and takes us home and we are changed to be like him, we shall see in reality And and face to face, we shall see Christ face to face. We shall. It will make sense then. It it will all come together then. We then will understand then. He said. He said. But now I know in part. He said. I only see a small part of it. I see him perfectly. But then I shall know and understand fully and clearly even in the same matter as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. He said, God fully understands you. God knows you better than you know yourself. So faith, hope, and love abide. These are the three elements of relationship, really any relationship, especially our relationship with God. Faith is a conviction of belief, respecting Man's relation, our relation to God and divine things. Hope is the joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation, even earthly expectation. How love is the trust and affection for God and man, growing out of God's love for and in us. He says, when it's all wrapped up. These three, when everything else has passed away, these three shall remain. If they remain then, they are important now. They are the three essential elements of of our relationship with God. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we love you. We praise you. Lord, pour out. Pour out pour out. Take me where you want me to go. Lord, you you preach through me and allow your words, allow your truth to penetrate into our innermost core. Even now, Lord, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Last week when I finished preaching, the core of what you heard was that I said it is essential, it is important for us to say yes to God. (laughs) Yes. But, But can I be honest with you? It's not easy to say yes when the situations around you don't feel good. Oh, anybody can say yes on top of the mountain. My question to us today is, how are we able to say yes when we don't want to? How are we able to say yes when we're down in the valley? How can we say yes when, when we don't understand what he's doing in our lives? And don't, 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 don't make me think I'm the only one that struggles with this, because I think this is a struggle. I I think in all of our life that that there's going to be some point in our life that our faith is going to hit the wall because life doesn't feel good, doesn't look good, doesn't sound good, and we are questioning God, where are you? Lord, you told me to trust you. you. You told me to say yes, but from my perspective, but what I'm going through You're not there I believe in being honest In relationship with God I believe that, that, that When we are honest With God That, that, that something happens that, that our faith Carry us through the Hard times But, but what does it require And I think that What it requires is the second part of that trinity of faith and hope. It's that hope or having a confidence and an expectation from God, which really equals trust in his heart. (laughs) And and how can I say that? That is not always easy. Many times that is difficult. And what I I am discovering is that just because you love somebody don't mean you should trust them. Trust and love is two different things. And many times we get it confused. We think that we love somebody, we're gonna make them trustworthy. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. No, no, I don't care how much you love somebody. If their heart towards you is not for your good, then you don't give them your trust because they are not trustworthy. Y'all got me. Y'all understand? That's in any relationship. You know, you know, no, you guard your heart. You you don't you don't give your heart to just anybody because folks will hurt you bad. Hallelujah! Most folks are in a relationship for themselves. Yeah, yeah. They don't put you first. They, that, they, it's not about your good. So, so this thing of confidence and trust means that, that you got to prove to me. You got to show us that you are worth With our trusted, and 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 the choir did it again. They sung the song that that tells us that that before we proved anything to him, that he thought we were to die for, while we was just sinners. He gave. He sacrificed himself. From the foundation of the world, God's plan was that Christ would come. That first he became one of us to be our kinsman redeemer. He took on our sins. Then he died conquering sin, conquering death, conquering the devil because he loves us. There, 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 that, that's foundational to our faith. And when we are going through something, you have to remind yourself what he has already done. So if he has done that, don't he have something else greater in mind for you? I, 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 have, I, am, I am learning that many times what my agenda in life, what our agenda in life is not God's agenda. We have a different agenda. So many times because we don't understand that God's purpose and agenda in us and for us is greater than us. Huh, let me say it again. Because of God's agenda and purpose and intent for us is greater than us. We don't understand when God doesn't show up when we want him to. We doubt Him, we mistrust Him when He makes us wait. But when, when things don't happen and hurt come, we think that God has forsaken us because we're looking at things from the wrong perspective. <laughs> you know you know what I'm realizing that, that God uses every hurt and every. Pain, every suffering. God uses it when when we allow Him, when we trust Him, that the end result is greater than the suffering. From a humanistic standpoint, I want God to answer every prayer. I want Him to give me everything I want. I, I want Him to do it right now, right, right, right. And and if you're honest with yourself, many times we approach God like that. But that's bringing God as our genie and we are controlling him. No, God is God and we are his masterpiece. He's creating something in you. He's doing greater things that that God will see you and then see God's hands on you. And know that it must be him. He's painting. Matter of fact, can can I tell you, the the story of of your glory has already been written. So if you follow him, the end result is victory. It's being a conqueror. But you got to follow his script and not our own. That's why this element of trusting God and putting our confidence in him is a must. It is essential if you and I are going to see what God has always intended. It's essential because God won't make us. It's a process of learning Lord, I trust you. I, I don't understand. I may fuss, I may fight, but at the end of the day, I'll come back to, I trust you. <laughs> I, may, I may, I may, I may, I may, I may complain a little bit. It may even cuss a little bit. May, may, may even, may even throw a, a, a temper tantrum, but at the end of the day, I surrender. I surrender. <laughs> I surrender. You have already done enough in my life. You have already proven that you're trustworthy. You have already done miracles. You have already made a way out of nowhere. You have already, so Lord, it behooves me to not trust you now. I, I know I'm talking to somebody. I know I'm talking to folks that are going through hell and high water. I know I'm talking to folks that, that, that you don't understand. But, but there's an element here of God's heart towards us is love. The sacrifice he made is love. It's coming to the place where, Lord, in spite of everything else, I make you myself. Source. And I'm going to try to do my best to be obedient when I miss it. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to keep on chasing you and I leave the end results to you. It sounds so elementary. It sounds so, but let me tell you, that's going to take everything you have. Every day, huh? somebody said every day, every day. That's why Paul says, I die daily, because he said, no, this is not a one-time deal. He said, because every day I face something new. Every day I got another load of problems. Every day something else hits me. Every day I want to do my own thing. But Lord, today I choose to follow you. That is where God is trying to take us. Listen to Romans 8, verse 31 and 32. He says, what shall we say to these things? If God is for us. Say that. He's for me. He's not against me. He's for me. Don't let the devil make you think that that God is against you. He's on your side. Matter of fact, he's for your best. He has your best intent in mind. This is, what's what's, what's this? See, God is navigating your steps past the traps that Satan has set up for you. He has done it and he's doing it. Have you ever looked back and recognized that you haven't made it this far by yourself? that it was God all the time? Yeah. Have you ever looked back and there some dangerous situations and you really don't know how you came through it? My father, have you ever been through stuff so hard? All you know was you was putting one foot in front of the other and you look back now and you know it wasn't by your strength. You know it wasn't by your wisdom. It was God carrying you. Christ was carrying you. Is there anybody that ever been carried by Him? Listen, listen, listen. God's agenda for us is awesome, His intent for us is awesome. He's trying to make us His masterpiece that folks would see him in us and through us and, and see a supernatural something that they can't deny his presence on us. Now, now you got to let me go here. But, but you got to understand, God only shows up through our cracks. Because where we think we're strong, we don't need him. God, God is breaking our self-will, our self-determined, our, our thinking we are adequate. We were always supposed to be in union, fellowship with him. Eve and Adam, Adam and Eve before the fall was was it was God in them. After the fall, they kicked God out of them. So God kicked them out of the place of paradise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Let's let's go on. Let me. I don't have much time, but I, I need to deal with this. Listen, listen. He said. He says. He said. He said. If he gave his self for us, won't he give everything else? That's Romans again, 8, 31, 32. He said, won't he give everything else? He said, won't I give you everything you need? Won't my grace be sufficient? Won't I be there to walk you through everything you got to go through? Won't I hold you? Won't I comfort you? Won't I lift you? Won't I support you? Won't I give you wisdom in every step you take if you trust me? Do I have any witnesses in the house? Listen to David in Psalm 27, 13, 14. He said, I would have been despair I would have gave up I would have quit it he says but I believe I have confidence to see the goodness of the Lord wait a minute David you are saying this in the desert you're saying this in King Saul who you serve is against you David why in the world Would you say this? Why in the world would you believe? He said, based on where I came from. Based on what he has already done. Based on what he has already shown me his goodness so that when I get in sticky situations, I still believe he's with me. I still believe he got me. I still believe he's going to show up right on time somehow somehow you have to focus your eyes not on your situation but on the god of your life when he's your savior then expect him anybody got an expectation on the table dave they i have an expectation that guy's gonna be good to me. He's gonna show me. He said, not just in heaven, but why I'm down here, why I'm chasing him, the end result. He said, wait. And hope for the expectation. Of, let's, let's wait. He said he said, 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 in the waiting. You know what the hardest thing to do is wait. <laughs> there have to be witnesses. I mean, I mean, you, you know what he said, you, you know what he, what he told you, you got a promise, but then, you know, in the waiting, sometimes God don't say anything. You know, when you're on a long trip and you got the GPS on, you know, sometimes when it's not saying anything, you begin to check to see if it's on. have you ever done that I mean it's not talking to you but the reason why it's not talking to you because you are walk, you are on a straight path there's no turns. just keep obeying the last thing it told you you know with God he said just keep doing the last thing I told you I won't change my mind I won't change my attitude What I said I'm going to do. I'm not a God that will lie. That if I told you to stay right here. Then stay right here. And keep doing what I told you to do. If you get off track. I would tell you. And I'll let you know when it's time to turn. But for right now. The last thing I told you. Hold on to it. Believe it. Praise me for it. Stay on course. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, Isaiah 3018 says this. It says, Therefore, the Lord earnestly waits, expected, expectantly, longing, he listens to, to be gracious to you. Therefore, he lifts up. Not just is saying, this is what he's saying. He said, I am waiting on a person that's going to trust me. When it's hard, I'm waiting to see if there's anybody who has authentic faith. I'm waiting to see that that when I don't show up and you gotta wait, I'm waiting on you. Waiting on me. Oh, uh, y'all, y'all, did y'all get that? I, 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 i I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move as you move. I'm gonna wait on you. And, and as you lift up to me, I lift up to you. He said, He said, as, as you get excited about me, I'm gonna get excited about you getting excited about me. He said, He said, in the waiting, I'm watching to see if you look up to me. And if you look up to me, I'll lift up to you. He said, Why? Because faith, he says, it's impossible to please God without faith. The only thing you have to offer to him is your faith. Faith is, I trust you. I have an expectation in you. I have a hope in you that in spite of all the other voices, Lord, I hear your voice. I see your goodness. I'm waiting on you. See, Satan is saying, we won't. God is saying, yes, they will. Can God trust you to trust him? Can God trust you to wait on him? Are we going to take sidetracks and detours to make our own way? God is lifted up. He said, I want to be merciful to you. I want to delight, but I can't move unless your faith is looking at me. Is Jesus in the city of Capernaum, and and here he got friends and everyone there, and, and the Bible said he could not do many miracles. Not that he didn't have the power, but because they didn't have the faith. Amen. But my brother, sister, so Ephesians two ten says, we are his workmanship, we are his work of art, we are his masterpiece, and on our journey of life. He's molding, he's shaping, he's breaking, he's he's holding us together. He is showing forth his goodness and his character that we may live a life that expresses how good he is. You see, unless you walk with him, you, you 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 can't be full of his love. Unless you are in union with him, you can't have his peace. Well, unless you trust him, the other attitudes that are from Satan takes over your life. I said it last week. The fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, mercy, self-control all comes from this character and the spirit of Christ. Through the Holy Spirit. When you are walking in union with him. It flows from the spirit. Into your spirit. Through you. When you're not full of that. You're full of the attitudes of Satan. Mm. There's two kingdoms. There's only two kingdoms. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Where, where do I want to go? Watch this. He says in, in, in 2 Corinthians 4. 7 and 10. He says this. But we have this treasure what the character of God the the Holy Spirit the the, the 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 union with Jesus Christ we have this treasure in unworthy earthen vessels he says he said he says in in your in in you in your fallen nature I have put my nature now hold on if it's in me how do it come out of me unless I have cracks for it to flow through. Amen. Yeah. I remember one time I was asking God, I was, I, was, I was coming back to the second service, I said, Lord, what are you doing? I feel like you're killing me. And I remember God had this vessel just in my mind's eye, and, and this vessel was all cracked up. As a matter of fact, it was, it was so cracked up, it looked like it was no good, but then I saw this other vessel that had melted gold in it and he started pointing the, mer- the melted gold from the big vessel into the smaller vessel and then the melted gold started flowing through all the cracks and this is the, he said i'm cracking you so i can use you because i can only flow through your cracked upness i just made a new word <laughs> But it works. <laughs> but it works. My, my, listen, listen, listen to Paul. Listen to Paul. He's he, he's he is chapter three, verse eight and fourteen. Paul is talking to the Philippians, and, and he gets real real here, and he begins to say, I, "I'm a Hebrew of the Hebrews. I'm a Jew, Jew." And when he said, "He said I'm a Pharisee. I'm zealous than anybody." In my. He start giving all his resume of how awesome he was from an earthly standpoint if anybody had a reason to to think that they were somebody it was paul but he said after i met christ After, as I came to know him, Paul, after his conversion on Damascus Road, if you go to the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter one, it it tells us that Paul spent three years in Arabia, in the desert. Nobody knows what was going on there. I think that during that time, God was deconstructing Paul and building him up at the same time. He was was tearing down the things that Paul used to depend on. He was tearing down everything that Paul thought he was in human, natural things. And in this chapter of Philippians, Paul came back and said, He said, These things. I don't depend on them no more. He said, matter of fact, they're rubble, they're dust, they're human waste. He said, I don't depend on these things no more. I don't look at these things no more. He said, for me, it's Christ, it's Him. And compared, Paul said, now my significance, my value, my worth, all that I am and hope to be, I don't look at the earthly things anymore. He said, now I know who I am in Christ. So I chase him because he took a hold of me. And when he took a hold of me, he started showing me who I am in him. I'm his masterpiece. I'm his, I'm his creation. He said, of fact, God is using me that the whole universe see Christ through me. My brother and sister, that's what God is up to with you. Listen to this, about this preacher of years ago. And his life was horrible. I mean, mean, it was full of brokenness. And this is what the man said. He said, God broke me in all the places so that he could raise me up. That when people see me, they no longer see me, they see Christ. Can I ask a question? When folks meet you, do they sense the presence of Christ? Or do they see you? And it's funny how we can be in self. We can be in flesh. And think we're doing good. It's his presence. It's his character. It's his love. It's him working through us to serve other people that they come in contact with him through. Listen, that's a miracle, that's indescribable. That's what he's trying to do with you and me. That's his agenda. And in that is a satisfaction, in that is a is a present. In that, in that relationship, it it does something. There's a peace, there's a joy, there's a love. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. It's him. And whenever we allow anything else to become the, the object, it, it, it messes us up. How can I say this? In the garden, Adam and Eve, whole attention was on God. Huh. Their whole sense of who they are, listen, they've never been better. They had no needs, they had no worries. God was downloading into them everything they need. Matter of fact, I'll show you next week that Jesus is the second Adam and he operates from that that, that agenda, from that category, which is showing us what God had intended for us. Still, he wants that. But but we got to know and surrender and say, Lord, what you have for me is greater than what I have for me. So, Lord, help me to trust you. Romans, Romans 8, Romans 8, 28. He says, He says, He said, He said, I, I'm working it all together. He said, I'm taking the bad, I'm taking the ugly, and I'm taking the good. And and, and, and in my hands, I'm working in partnership with you to bring all things. I'm working all things together, fitting into the plan that got your name on it. Because I'm the author and finisher of your life. He He said, you may not see it right now, but it's good. And it's for those who love God. And you are called according to his, his design and his purpose. You know what I'm learning? God don't make mistakes. What I'm learning is that even when I don't understand, his love and his purpose, he's working it out. I just want to say to somebody today, God is working it out. In the midst of the storm, in the midst of your tears, in the midst of your struggle, if you lay it at his feet, watch him go to work because his name is on you. His purpose is on you. God is going to glorify himself by lifting you, by taking care of you, by working it out for you. When you trust him, God got his name on you. He said, I put my banner of love on you. He said, people gonna see you and know that you are mine. He said, and they gonna watch and wonder why you haven't lost your mind. They gonna wonder why you keep doing what you do. They gonna wonder why there's a joy in the midst of your situation. They gonna wonder why you keep bouncing back up. They're gonna wonder why, what makes you tick. And you'll be able to tell his name, his name is Jesus, oh, he's my everything. He's my up and my down, he's my in and my out. It's all about him, he holds me, he teaches me, he comforts me, he satisfies me, he feels me. He's good, he's good good. He's good. He's good. He will not allow anything else to do for you what only he can do. It's him. Because he's up to something in your life to make you What you can't make yourself. It's a miracle. It's supernatural. He died for you to create in you his masterpiece. Yes, you. Yes, you. That's why he made you. The number. 451-31. 451-31. If you call, somebody will get back with you. Will you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Listen, he thought you was worth dying for. So he became a sacrifice to save you. And if, since he did that, won't he do everything else to give you Victory. To bring to you victory and make you a conqueror. He's just that good. He loves you like that. Because he created you. Father, even now, touch Lord. Touch everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, let them run to you. I know your arms are open. Let them call on you. Lord, meet them where they are are. And fill them with your love. Fill them with your hope. Let them know, Lord, you got them. You for them. You love them. And their life is in your hands. Touch, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. We are praying for you. Thank you for joining us this week. See us next week as we take it a step father be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus amen let's go